Welcome to the Creative Brew, helping you keep your creative juices brewing. We're giving out chunks of insight, motivation, and practicality for your creative journey. So we're talking about the ideal, um, well, we're talking about the creative life, I'm sorry. And last week, if uh, you were able to listen to it, we talked uh, about patience and that being the pre- uh, prerequisite for your for your creative or entrepreneurial uh, success and really being able to, um, you know, create the space needed. You know, you, you, you plant your seeds, especially as creatives and entrepreneurs, we're always in the action mode. And, you know, we plant those seeds, we do the things necessary. And sometimes we feel like it's going to be uh, overnight success or we feel like we should have something the next day and that doesn't work um, as planned. So it's one of those where we have to learn patience, we have to learn how to um, really just uh, see the long view on things. Uh, and it, it could be hard, it could be hard to you know sit there and you know we're, we're doing all the actions necessary. Uh, can we really cultivate the, the patience needed to really sort of let things, you know, the energy that we put out, we've got to be able to sort of let it, you know, um, uh, settle in and and then like I said get ready you know for the next day and, and do the things necessary so keep planting your seeds keep doing the things necessary um, or in order for your business uh, or your creative journey uh, to grow uh, or your creative career I'm sorry to, to grow and like I said sometimes you have to create that space you have to create those margins necessary um, like I said once again we're here I'm with Tio today Hi there. we're here at panels coming hey, hey. coffee bar and uh, so like I said please come on by some great titles, great treats. We'll talk about some of the comics, um, actually comic recommendations right now. I've uh, Personally for me, I've been reading War of Realms from uh, Marvel. It's been a great read. Very popular um, title. Yeah, and I, and I hadn't read a Marvel comic in a while, so this is this has been a, a good treat, sort of get back to. So you enjoying it so far? Yes, yes. Uh, I was uh, yeah, definitely surprised, you know, it's one of those where I almost sort of shifted towards Image and towards some of the other titles. Right. And um, yeah, it's just one of those where I, I think it it was sort of good to sort of get back and you know it's a, and it's a great story too. Plus, you know they're bringing back characters that I hadn't even you know read in a while. I don't want to give any spoilers, but right. it's it's a it's a great um, I think it's a, a great storyline how they're using a lot of the a lot of the characters. I'm excited to read it. I I read the first issue issue and was really intrigued. Um, but since then we've been selling out every week it comes out, yeah. so I haven't had a chance to read issue two yet. Um, it sold out before I got a chance to read it. I got myself a copy of issue three, but now I'm waiting on issue two to be restocked before I can move forward. So um, <laughs> heard a lot of good things. I'm glad you like it. That's exciting. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to getting caught up. Hopefully by next week, I think we have more copies of issue two coming in next week by the time. Okay. Yeah, because I know I hurry up as soon as uh, issue two came out. I snatched up. I got issue two. Well, I actually got one, two, and three. Yeah. So um, it, it gets interesting in issue three. Like I said, I won't give any kind of spoilers <laughs> or anything like that. But um, it is uh, a great storyline. Is like I said, I hadn't read you know Marvel in a while, and and being able to read a crossover like that, it's it's right. actually a pretty good read. Yeah, it's pretty exciting, and it's um, it's exciting for us to see uh, our customers and the fans come in and get excited about the books too. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like give and take. If if the people reading the books are invigorated about the books, um, you know, it kind of comes into us and then it gets recycled through back to them yeah. um, and it, that's kind of what helps generate you know excitement in these books yeah yeah so um, as far as a uh, comic recommendation is there anything yeah. besides war around I would right. I would suggest war right. rounds as mine but is there anything well yeah I, like I was saying before we started recording this uh, flash year one mm-hmm. uh, that came out this week 
Um, you know, they haven't really done a year one story with The Flash. There's definitely been an origin or different versions of the origin of Barry Allen. Um, and the, uh, the year one title has been used a couple times for different DC characters. There's the uh, famous Frank Miller, David Mazzuccelli year one, um, which was, uh, you know, a really big deal in the lore of Batman. It was kind of what heavily influenced a lot of the Christopher Nolan films. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was another really great year one story that was Green Arrow year one. Yeah. Um, and it's all about him just being trapped on the island. Um, and again, that was another one that really kind of influenced that character in the pop culture zeitgeist in the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, you know, when they made that show Arrow, they pretty much pulled from that book directly. Yeah. And uh, kind of extrapolated from, from there. Um, so this week, issue 70 of The Flash comes out, um, and this is the first chapter of the year one storyline. Um, this one was written by Joshua Williamson, um, and art by Howard Porter. Uh, and Howard Porter is a noteworthy artist because uh, he has illustrated some pretty uh, epic, legendary runs in DC. Yeah. When Grant Morrison wrote the JLA book, oh, yeah, that was... Uh, he was one of the artists on there. Um, and uh, he's done a lot of flash work uh, over the years, um, so it's cool to see him back on the book. Yeah, and he's been he's been a very consistent artist, especially with with, yeah. with DC. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I, I can tell from his work. I mean, yeah. like I said, he just keeps getting better and better. He's an old pro. Yeah, and um, like I said, and speaking of consistency, it actually leads into the uh, topic um, of our uh, of today's episode, and it and we're talking about. You know, we're talking about being persistent, but you know, you have to be consistent uh, with your actions. Right. And I, like I said, I'm just referring back to even even with you know the obviously uh, Howard Porter, but right. even going back, you know, I told the story uh, of my of my granddad, and you know, yeah. I'm just sort of alluding to the things needed to sort of grow a garden, and I sort yeah. of see that garden as you know our creative life right. and what things are needed to. Um, to really make that grow, I mean, you obviously you need your seeds. Um, right. Then you, you need to sort of cultivate the the environment and the the land uh, necessary to uh, sort of make the conditions right for those Absolutely. those plants to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, being consistent, you know, being able, to, you know, watering the seeds, you know, yeah. nurturing, and you know, watching it day in and day out. So, being consistent, um, how would you say, I mean, as far as being a creative, you know, yeah. being how how important is it as far as being um, being consistent. I mean, it, being consistent is important in a lot of ways, not only for self-discipline purposes, but also for, you know, if you are a professional and you're working with clients, you want to be able to maintain that consistency in the quality of your work, quality and uh, efficiency of your communication. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's all stuff that comes with discipline and practice. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it, I think it's the trickiest part. You know, you're talking about creative endeavors and, and treating it like a garden and I would honestly say like the shop is like that for us too, you know, yeah. like we had a lot of ideas of what the shop would be in our heads and then, you know, certain things went that way and certain things did not go that way. Yeah. It's all about having to adjust and kind of reassess the plan uh, and then, you know, commit and keep what works and then change what doesn't. Yeah. Um, but you got to, you know, you want to try and find what works as quickly as you can without rushing it because like you said, you do want to try and maintain that consistency and, um, especially a place like this, like a shop that has so much love and passion put into it. Yeah. You know, when we leave it in the hands of someone else, like an employee, 
uh, one of the most important things to us is finding people who are going to strive to maintain that consistency that me and my brother, who I co-founded the place with, yeah. are striving for. Um, you know, that's always something that's been important to us and part of, you know, ingrained in the idea of why we started the shop is to have, uh, you know, take a comic shop and kind of um, change it in a way that's more inviting to people who aren't as familiar with the world yeah. um, and, you know, bringing in the coffee uh, cafe, uh, coffee bar element to it to kind of, um, you know, just make it seem more inviting. Um, and yeah. Yeah, well, you got me hooked because hey, first yeah. of all, I love coffee. And then second, nice. I love comics. And, uh, you know, when I first got in here, um, you know, now I, I even recording the podcast now and being able to partner up with panels um, is, is one of those where uh, I would I would love to just come in here and work every day. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, that I, I think those are well, you actually had a, a pretty good point and something you just pointed out was, you know, create, you know, ha having that consistency, you know, right. you, you, you find yourself being so passionate. Now, I think this is for any creator or entrepreneur right. uh, that's creating something, you know, being consistent to where, you know, you've got something, you've built it. And then can you put it in the hands of someone else to sort of, you know, guide that vision? Right. And that's the hard part. And that's actually even yeah. going back to a garden, you know, someone, my, my granddad, he was, I was his assistant. But he was sort of showing me how to do those things to sort of grow that garden. Right. And I had no clue what it was going to look like. At, you know, being, I could be an employee. Yeah. I have no clue. Um, so I have to get guided into something, um, guided by that person that that's already has that initial vision. And, right. you know, really just have the faith saying, okay, I'm going to do whatever you're telling me to do because I know you've got the vision and I'm just going to you find a way to sort of attach to that. Right. Um, that could be hard. And like I said, I think with, you know, even what I'm going with example, even with like Starbucks or, mm -hmm. you know, things like that, they, the the one that started, uh, Schultz, he had the initial vision, but then he got it to where he could create a system right. to where um, that, that culture, yeah, yeah, that culture, that vision can be passed down mm -hmm. and you're pretty much packaging it and they're right. just, you know, creating a, a yeah. system off of right. it. Starbucks, um, it's, you know, it's it's kind of like a restaurant, but it's also like retail. Yeah. But, you know, I did work for Starbucks for about four and a half, almost five years, and, you know, what they kept calling it was the third place, right? It's not work, it's not home, it's like the other place you go to yeah. kind of, you know, do stuff for yourself. Yeah. Um, and kind of, you know, have your moments. Um, yeah. So, Tio, where can, as far as, is there any kind of a specials or anything that's that's going on with, with panels that you could uh, You know, we up? always offer subscription services to any customers who want to come and subscribe to a monthly title. It doesn't cost anything extra. You can subscribe to as few as one title a month if you like. Um, if you subscribe to five or more titles, then you get, like, a discount incentive. So, every week you come pick up your books, you get 15% off your purchase, and that includes a discount on your beverage if you have one that morning when you pick up your books. Um, so that's something that's kind of always happening. Um, this Saturday, we are doing a Mother's Day event um, with Main Street Oceanside. And, uh, you know, we're excited to be kind of partnering up with some of our compatriots around here downtown, other local businesses. Um, Danny Girl Cake Pops will be here sampling cake pops. And we're going to have a variety of beverages we'll be offering as well to kind of pair with what she's bringing. So, um, yeah, this Saturday, May 11th, um, yeah. Check it out. Main Street Oceanside is where you can go look to sign up to be a part of that and you kind of hop around to different um, locations of downtown and try and sample what every business has to offer. Awesome, awesome. 
And real quick, uh, real quick before you leave, yes. um, a creative tilt. Can you give us a creative tilt? Um, man, you know, you were saying something earlier about like sometimes you got to be stubborn. Um, and that is one thing I can say, you know, if I was going to give myself a tip, it's that, you know, you got to find that stubbornness within yourself to push through. Uh, you know, like when I want to get in bed at night at 8.30 and just kind of watch Real Housewives. Um, <laughs> you know, you got to kind of find that voice inside of you that says, get to the drawing table. Uh, yeah. You know, get to your computer and do a sketch, something. Yeah. Um, you know, it's all just pushing yourself just that little more than you think you can. Yeah. And usually when you when you are able to cross that threshold, you will find that you had more in you than you realized. Awesome, awesome. Well, like I said, I'll let you go. I know your time is valuable, and I know you have to get uh, go. But I will be having you on on a uh, another episode here very awesome, soon, man. and uh, we'll we'll continue this conversation. And we're back with a new episode of Creative of the Creative Brew. If you've been tuned in. Uh, we've been talking about uh, the ingredients for your creative life. And like I said, last week, we talked about patience. Today, uh, today we're actually talking about consistency and, you know, really just being uh, persistent through your, uh, you know, through your ups and downs. You know, it, it, your your creative or entrepreneurial journey, it's, it's not going to be rosy. Uh, even I don't care what you see on, on Instagram or social media, um, you're going to have your ups and downs. You're going to have your hits. And you've got to create the grit, especially if you're you're passionate about a um, your ideal, your book, your service, um, what you're trying to build. You've got to be insanely passionate about what you're doing, and, and really figure out what the greater vision is and what's your bigger why, because that's going to be what's going to pull you uh, pull you through, especially through the through the tough times. Um, and like I said, that's that's coming from personal. Um, experiences and even as I sort of evolve in my my creative career and I you know I'm, I'm building um, the the business and, and brands and, and things of that nature um, I, yeah I find myself you know getting those um, those small wins at the same time too I, I, I do have those those losses and I, I think used to I would you know I would I would look at a struggle and feel like, man, I, you know, I, I just need to give it up. I, I just need to do something different. Now, uh, honestly, I think I feel like I'm more appreciative of those challenges and those struggles. Uh, yeah, you, obviously you don't want it to happen to you, but those, those challenges, those things are the, are really the, the, the key ingredients that's, that's really, uh, creating the resiliency, um, in, in you to be able to sort of push through and be able to, you know, keep doing the, the little things every day. And like I said, the, the things that we're talking about, I am alluding back to the, really to a garden almost. And like I said, uh, my granddad, if you hadn't heard it yet, my granddad, he was a, um, a gardener and he actually showed me things, uh, when I was younger that, you know, even now I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning about myself. I'm learning through my creative career and really want to be able to, to show others and, and empower others. So there's three things that I'll talk about that you may need to really be able to create the action necessary. If, I'm, like I said, and I'm going back to the concept of a gardener. You no, know, when you plant your seeds, and I could allude that to, you know, 
doing networking, you know, putting your work out there, you know, getting up daily to do, you know, working with clients, do all the little, the little things um, to really grow your creative career. Now we're, we're, we're planting those seeds from last episode. We're being patient. We're watching it grow. We're, we're seeing where, uh, where we're creating and developing the relationships. We're putting ourselves in the right environment. Now we're going into the action necessary to watch your endeavors grow. So it can be, you know, and, and the three things that I talk about is nurturing your craft, you know, being able to, you know, work on something new with your skill set. Uh, even if you have a limited skill set, learn, try to learn something new every day. And if, if you're uh, an events, um, uh, someone that's advanced, someone that's, that has a wide um, skill set, you, you all, sometimes you almost have to go back to the basics and relearn things and you'll, you'll end up finding, uh, finding out something new. And so we, we talk about nurturing your craft. We talk about, we're talking about becoming uh, ferociously consistent. And what I mean by that is just being um, adamant, being stubborn to sort of go, go in day in and day out, even when you don't feel good and still do the work necessary to sort of grow your brand, grow your business, uh, grow your studio, whatever, whatever you're doing right now, you have to become ferociously consistent. And like I said, there's times where you're not going to feel like a superstar. There's times where, you know, you, you're going to feel like I just want to be in bed and, you know, just watch TV. Uh, and that's what I want to do. And so, like I said, we're, we're, we're going to start getting into, you know, your, your mindset and, and the things that we sort of need um, to sort of fuel us through the day and, and put us in the right state of being. But, um, yeah, so we got nurturing your craft. Um, becoming ferociously consistent, putting out those necessary actions day in and day out. And then lastly, are you willing to take the hits? Um, do you have enough grit? Even if you had a bad year, could you still keep going? And that's going to be the question for everyone. I, I know I've taken a, taken some hits um, just through my creative career, and I think everybody has. And there's, like I said, there's clients that I thought would, you know, I would be able to sign and just fell through or, you know, things that I aspire towards that, you know, may be on the back burner right now. And I think that's just part of, um, you know, part of the journey. I think um, a lot of times we can see our failures and our challenges and shortcomings uh, in such of a, in, in, in a dark light that, you know, a lot of times I, I think those challenges and those obstacles are the things that's actually helping us grow. So, are you willing to have that bad season? Have that even with it going back to the theory of a garden? Could you have you know you're 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 not gonna have a uh, you know a, you're not gonna have a, a great season every year? You know even with farmers, you know there's years there's seasons that you know you can have bad crops and and things like that. So it's not gonna be a great year every year. That doesn't stop you from replanting. And, and planting those seeds again for the for the new season. So are you do you have the grit to sort of you know take the hit and keep going? And you know one example and I'm actually taking um, paraphrasing some some information from a great book that I would suggest any um, actually any creative or entrepreneur to read. Um, and I still I've got a lot of things highlighted and I still come back and reread it is um, is real artists don't starve and that's by Jeff Goings. And he's written some other books, but he 
as far as the theme of the book, he actually talks about Michelangelo, and you know, I'm sure everybody knows the artist uh, Michelangelo, and and just all the things, all the the sculptures and paintings that he's he's created. I mean, just a large amount of work. But he was one of the first ones to to really almost be like a a rock star artist, and he was there's things that he did to sort of put himself in the mindset and in the frame set to be respected as a uh, as a creative. So. One of those things was actually, and just going back from the from one of the stories from the book, but you know he he had a um, a client, which back in that time was was the Pope, and there was a, a sculpture that was supposed to be commissioned, and things happened where the the project pretty much get ended up, you know, going to a halt. Now I think anybody can uh, relate to that you know you you've got some big client something happens and the the project stops and that can be disheartening for for everyone but what he did was you know yeah obviously yeah he was mad about it but he started he developed the stubbornness to sort of keep going even though it got canceled he still revived it throughout the rest of his life and, and he actually ended up uh, completing the um, the actual, I think it was a tomb um, for the Pope. Uh, he actually completed it at age 70. So, you know, we feel like, you know, we get to age, you know, 50 and, you know, we we get to a point where we feel like, okay, now's the time to retire. And you, you see a lot of the, the great visionaries and creatives, they don't, they don't stop creating. They don't stop going until they're, you know, they're, about to pass away, you know. There's there's a lot of cradles that I mean, heck, even going with, you know, Stan Lee who just passed away. You know, he just he he was in in his 90s and he was still going. So even with this story, he was he finally completed the project, and it, I mean that lasted that went through the you know the, the course of his life, and he, you know he completed it at age 70. So what kind of going back to your business, going back to your brand or your creative pursuits, what kind of grit is going to be necessary? or stubbornness necessary in order for you to sort of take that hit when someone says no to keep going. So if someone says no to your work, can you go to that next person, to that next person, to the next person until you get that yes? And that's what's going to take. And I, I think that's, I think with that, that's a testament for, for anyone that, that really wants to get their creative pursuits, their ideals uh, out there and really want to, you know, sort of build something for their life it's not going to be given to you. It's one of those to where you're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to put forth the, the action necessary. You're going to have to nurture your craft. Uh, you're going to have to fine tune things um, in order to, you know, in order to, to be successful, in order to create that life, that life and design the life that you want to, you want to live uh, on your own terms. So, um, like I said, I, let me know what you think about that. Let me let me know. Okay, what's what's your ideal creative life? What things do you feel may be hindering you? What are what are your challenges? What are your roadblocks? Uh, do you feel like you know you don't? Do you feel like you're put in the wrong environment, or do you feel like you know you don't? How do you get your first client, or do I have enough clients, or you know, am I taking the consistent actions necessary? I, I think when you fully assess that, and I do that for myself, uh, almost on a daily basis, you know, what things am I doing or not doing to really um, create? Uh, and, and for me, I, ideally, I'm looking to try to build a, a creative and, and media company, and that's and with that, it's going to be a lot of moving parts. There's there's brands that 
I developed that that I actually have going now that I'm trying to put under one roof. So for me, it's going to be a lot of moving parts. It's going to be, you know, some <laughs> definitely some pitfalls. It's going to be some things that, you know, I would love to happen and, and doesn't and don't happen. So I have to be patient in that process. And at the same time, too, I have to you know put forth the necessary action to sort of keep going and uh, keep striving because this is something that I truly believe in. Uh, even with the podcast, you know, I want to be able to create that content for others and, and be able to empower, you know, creatives and entrepreneurs to really create their own uh, creative life and their and their own journey. And um, I think if I was able to give you any words that may resonate uh, with you, I think that, you know, just be brutally consistent, you know, be the, you know, be the one that's going to be willing to say, you know, if you take a hit, can you get back up and you get up and do the work? And especially if you believe in it, if you believe in yourself, it doesn't matter what kind of road, roadblocks, what kind of challenges um, come your way. You just keep going. You do the work necessary. Can you be your own Michelangelo? Can you, you know, can you keep doing the work even when people you know, say no, or even when someone cancels a project? How stubborn could you be? And like I said, I think sometimes we put stubbornness in the wrong the wrong face. Sometimes, sometimes we someone someone could tell you, "Hey, you're no, you're just a stubborn individual," and we sort of take that in a bad context, and we have to start seeing it in a different light. You know, that stubbornness, if you put it in a in the positive manner and you put it in the positive uh, direction, that can be the the catalyst for you to sort of go to the next level of your creative journey. So. Think about that. Nurture your craft, become ferociously consistent, and are you willing to take the hits? Let me know what you think about this. Like I said, we'll go into the next part of the creative life. So we've got patience, we've got consistency, and next week we'll we'll talk about vision and having that big that big vision and uh, that big vision for your life, and you know being able to share that vision with others and allowing others to sort of jump into that dream as well. And like I said, we'll talk about that a little bit more. But thank you for panels, uh, comic book and coffee bar here in Ostia, California, for allowing me to do this podcast. And and like I said, you've got your your comic book recommendation from To. Glad he was able to jump on. And like I said, this is um, we're talking about the creative life. So this is another awesome episode of the Creative Brew. Please check out this episode and our past episodes on Helium Radio. You can download the app. Or you can check this episode out on iTunes. Please subscribe. Please comment. Let me know what you think. I'm always looking to try to develop and and change things with each episode and and looking really to try to create massive value for the uh, creative and entrepreneurial uh, community. So this has been another awesome episode of the Creative Brew. Be creative. Stay inspired. Stay inspired.